0: <laughs> Welcome to the Clopin Effect, a retail podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'm your host Meredith, and I'm your host Cass. Let's have some fun.
1: Ever had a dishwasher?
0: <laughs> I've had a dishwasher. You've never had a dishwasher. I mean, you no, always no, have right, one right, there. Right, right. Quote it's unquote, never I've worked. never had a dishwasher. I've had three in the spot that I carry a dishwasher in my kitchen, and they you, never freaking work. You have the worst luck with well, appliances. Okay, so the first ten years I lived here, our water conditioner thing never worked. So, oh, so, so it always it got broke my dishwasher. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then um, we just we're the kind of people that we don't maintain anything here. So until I, you just buy new. A fit like a toddler. <laughs> Steve's like, okay, go shopping. <laughs> How was your weekend? It's great. Okay. I didn't do anything. Oh, really? I didn't
1: oh, do anything all weekend. I worked. I was in. I know Cincy. you were out of town mm-hmm. all weekend long. Yep. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, hello, everybody. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Happy Friday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought we were still just talking Heck nonsense. No. no, I'm telling everybody about my dishwasher. Oh. Maybe somebody like Maytag, maybe they'll sponsor us and throw Would a dishwasher you buy it in from there for from Samsung cuz that's your fridge, right? <laughs> okay, you no. got the Everyone just went Ugh, uh, because Samsung's terrible. There's a whole yes, Facebook my fridge group. is Samsung, yeah. but my dishwasher's Maytag. I just I need to get it all. I just need to buy a new house. Just stop start it. Start fresh. Your house is beautiful. <laughs> just start fresh. It's outdated. <sighs> Yeah, so. so you had a nice relaxing weekend? Yeah. Good, good, And good. you got to spend the weekend in Cincinnati. Yeah, so I was at a food fest. Number seven in crime in the country. Yes. I might add. Yes, I was very nervous. <laughs> like we know, when I was driving around, I had nervous poops. <laughs> I hated it. I didn't drink any coffee. You didn't have any coffee? Heck no, I was nervous. I was so nervous. I had white pants all weekend, too. Like I was like, no, absolutely (laughs) not. Why would you take white pants on I didn't know the crime was like they were number seven in the nation. How am I supposed to know? I was so nervous. I'm like, don't look the wrong way. (laughs) And you had to walk everywhere. So I was like, oh, my goodness. I did give my pasta to a homeless woman on Saturday night. It made me feel good. I even had a plastic fork for her. I was so excited. Was she excited? Yes. I said, I don't have money. I said, but I have pasta. She goes, I like pasta. Who doesn't like, like pasta? Speaking of... I had Olive Garden yesterday. (laughs) We have a pasta... (laughs) Pro that's here. <laughs> the worst thing ever. <laughs> He's shaking his head right now because you mentioned Olive Garden. <laughs> Hi, hey, Craig. Hi. It wasn't my pick, okay? It's <laughs> not where so I great. would have
1: picked to go. Oh,
2: you so all great. were headed for a really amazing segue, and then it just took a left into a tree.
1: Leave it to me. It's always me. I always mess it up. <laughs>
0: Hi, Craig. How are you? Hi. I,
2: I'm great. I'm going to try to recover from that. You keep talking. I'll be all right.
0: Craig's from Americano in Woodstock, Illinois. We're so excited he's here. I yes. probably said that 500 times today to people yes. I talked to. I'm so excited.
2: Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. you having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. yeah.
0: Jennifer set us up. She connected. She sent me a message and said, hey, I have someone that you might want to interview. I said, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So thanks, Jennifer. We love people. Mm-hmm. We love new people. So... Tell us, here I am. Yeah, tell us where you were before you are here now.
2: Uh, before I was here now, uh, so I'm fairly new to this neck of the woods. Mm. Uh, my wife and I moved up to Woodstock, gosh, almost two years ago now. Okay, uh, before that, we lived in the city. I was the chef for the Google offices downtown. Okay, oh. so we were making breakfast and lunch every day for uh, before the pandemic, 1400 people had day. Oh my gosh, wow. yeah, and then the pandemic started, uh, and it plummeted to 30 yeah there were like 30 engineers i always joke it was like the guys who were keeping the internet on yeah those 30 guys just could not work from home that's crazy so i had a team of sous chefs and we would on a rotation we would go in and feed lunch to these guys like two or three days a week and so i had all this free time where i was going nuts frankly and and my staff were like oh chef we've been making food and selling it on social media it's like i'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you doing what now like i've seen your food i should try this like yeah, if people are buying yeah. your food maybe they buy mine and so i started making pasta um and gosh this was january of 21 and i i, I gave away three meal kits of pasta I just i made some sauce i put some cheese in it i made some pasta I gave away 3 and by by June I was in the Woodstock Farmers Market and making like 180 pounds of pasta. A week. Oh my wow. gosh. That's so,
0: amazing. So how do you do something like that? Hopefully
2: you- at least olive garden quality. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's the fair laughs>
2: I don't do I don't do unlimited breadsticks. Um, but I like to think
0: I am positive that your
2: pasta is
0: better than Olive. <laughs> <Garden>. <laughs> you do not use a microwave, I'm guessing.
2: No. No, nothing. Nothing I do is, is boiled in a bag and put on your plate. Uh, so
0: like I said, I
1: didn't pick the place to go. Okay. No,
2: you didn't, but you're going to take the fall. That. That's
1: the I'm crying. I mean, I'm sweating. We got like an awesome pasta maker here and I'm just talking about Olive
3: Garden.
0: <laughs> we you didn't. That was probably the first no, time in over a year and a half. You didn't catch my cues. I you know, know. <laughs> no. you're like, we went to Olive Garden. I we went, went to Olive Garden. garden i mean you don't lie you know it's the truth i ate so. a lot of breadsticks oh gosh that was great anyway sorry yeah about
2: that. so no please I, I, so i was making pasta and um uh just word got out and and a couple of guys kind of approached me about thinking i wanted a restaurant and I was like, no uh, I, it's I, seven I days a week 24 oh, seven right yeah my, my hundred hour weeks are over yeah behind me yeah um and, and I said, but I have this other idea my, my wife and I had been working on and, and kind of rattling around in our heads, and, and that was Americano. Wow. Um, wine, pasta, specialty items. She and I had worked together. We met at Italy downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, she ran the entire store for two years. Uh, I tell people she's a hell of a lot better at her job than I am at mine. Um, and, you know, when we came out to Woodstock, we kept hearing about how there were you know, people in this area that had moved out from the city like our age, and, they, like, they were into that sort of – for lack of a better way to put it, that city experience, yeah. Yeah. but they didn't want to go an hour and a half one right. way yeah. on right. the train to get it. Mm-hmm. And so we're hoping and and we've seen, and it's kind of growing from, you know, organically that it's, yeah, people are finding us and then, yeah, they're happy to not have to spend three hours round trip to, to get a to good get bottle it. of wine and hang out. Yeah. And yeah. Have a good time. I
1: saw you have amazing cheese also. We do. Yeah. Tell us
0: all about what do. you have.
2: My please. favorite thing in the world. Uh, I love cheese. Cheese, uh, cheese is great. We yeah. should talk about my gallbladder later because yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Um, so <laughs> I've, my gallbladder is all I've talked about for a month. So I've got plenty of stories about that. Oh, okay, I'm fill three hours on that. Yeah, sounds great. Um, no, so yeah, we we constantly are rotating through like five or six cheeses. Um, many of them domestic. Uh, we've always got burrata. We've always got parmesan, and mm. then we we find just really cool artisan cheesemakers and and try to showcase their products. A lot of what we believe in is that. Everything we have in the store tells a story, um, whether it's, you know, the product or the people who make it or where it's from, like food and wine and, and everything we do, it, it has a sense of place and it's got a story to tell. And, and that's what we're excited about is telling those stories. Do you amazing. try to stay
0: local with your vendors or your suppliers? Uh,
2: suppliers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard. Um, if I wanted to stock amazing cheddar cheeses. Yeah. I could go all over. No problem. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. yeah I can like drive to Wisconsin three right. days. Of course. Come, but right. You know, we try to mix and match and, and do it. up. Yeah. Like we've got a cheese from Utah that's great. Um, we had some from North Carolina that, I loved, and I was the only person who bought it. So we we don't have that one anymore. <laughs> no. <was> like, <laughs> darn <right."> it! <laughs> yeah. Well, it was really stinky. It was like yeah. you know you would open the cooler and it was like why does Ooh. it smell like mushrooms in here? Oh, we wow. don't have mushrooms. It was like well no that's that's the cheese. Oh man. It was really good. Um, but yeah, we, we just try to, it's been a, some of it's been a learning curve, you know, it's like, well, this is, you start with a point of view and then very quickly, you know, your, your clientele tells you what they want, what they're looking for. And at some point you have to find that medium between your point of view and what the story you're trying to tell Mm -hmm. and, you know, having a successful business. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I want to keep the doors open. I still want to tell my story. See, if I walked into a place
1: like yours, I would just be like just do what you do. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean?
0: I would not try to be like, well, I really
1: want this. Yeah. What the hell do but I want? We're know? not
0: those kind of people. We know that other people are like, we think you should, you know, that's always something that we yeah, talk about. I never like, do that. Mm-hmm, never. I'm like, I'm what's your like, specialty? Show me what's up. Yep.
2: Sweet. Mm-hmm. you two of my favorite people. Yeah. Cause there are <laughs> dozens going. of people. It, I, it's been the hardest part for me for, in all the years I've been a chef and then doing what I do is, is just how many people have opinions about what you should do with yeah. your business.
0: We just it's had crazy. a conversation with our other friends yeah. that, from Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Same thing.
1: Yeah. Interesting. We can say it
0: at the Brat House. <laughs> they talk about how people are always like,
1: you know, you everything know you is really do. great, do. Yeah. but you should do that. And it's like, shut up. Yeah. yeah. No. If you want it you like want a that, business. open your own business. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how, how hard was it to leave the city to come to Woodstock. I know you said that you had a couple of guys reach out to you. I mean, was it hard to switch, or were you like, um, "Yeah, I'm ready for something new"?
2: You know, it, yeah, it, the the pandemic really kind of took a lot out of my energy for for doing what I was doing. Um, I also grew up outside Los Angeles. Oh wow! And I watched my parents commute their lives away for the, oh, the yeah. entire yeah. time we lived there. You know, when I was junior high and high school, my my mom was going two hours one way down to work and that's I, crazy i didn't yeah. want to do that you know leaving working the hours i was working going there not a problem i'm right. downtown in an hour 15 mm. but if you leave after one o'clock in oh, the afternoon we know yeah, that it's we know like a three-hour drive home right mm-hmm. right so yeah i was it, you know I, I miss being in the city and and you know kind of the lifestyle down mm. there sometimes was I it also, really
1: was it really quiet out here when you first moved here
2: yeah, which was the one thing I was really excited about. Yeah. Because I was I tell people I was tired of being able to hear my neighbor's music at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? When I was working restaurant hours. Right. Cool. I'm still up. Right. I don't care. But I worked this corporate job for Google, and the alarm's going off at 4.30. Mm. It's like, guys... Guys, come yeah, on! Yeah, that's it down. terrible. And then I turned into that old man who's mm-hmm. like, "Ah, it's two in the morning. I'm gonna knock on the wall." <laughs> so you know? I
1: lived in an apartment once, right? And I was young. I was probably 19, 20 at the time. And there was the neighbor next door would wake up at six a.m. every morning and scream at her fucking kids, right? But then, God forbid, Saturday night. Eight o'clock, we got music on, got a couple people over. She'd be banging on the wall. I'm like, listen here. (laughs) I wake up every morning to you screaming at your kids, shut the hell up. I just slam the door in her face.
0: So your business is in Woodstock. Do
2: you also live in Woodstock or nearby? Uh, I think technically I don't. Okay. Uh, I'm it's technically like outside. It's, yeah, it's that unincorporated <laughs> yeah. area between like Marengo and Woodstock. Okay, so even okay. quieter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. If you know where All Seasons Orchard is, yeah, yeah we're I right over near there. Oh, no? beautiful. No? No. Good. It's pretty cool. You it's, check really it out. Yeah. Yeah. it's really, really it's very quiet. It's <laughs> really quiet.
1: I bet you see a lot more stars here than you do in the city. 100%. Yeah. 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 Do you have Isn't chipmunks awesome? and
2: rabbits? Stop
0: it.
2: I don't have... I do have chipmunks. We have a zoo here. I... I firmly believe that the squirrels are are amassing an army yes. to take my house back. Yes, they really because I'll sit there and I'm drinking my coffee and it's like okay, there's like thirty within my yes. eye line, and those are just the and ones. And they're I can watching see. you, and then they ch 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 at you. Oh, yeah, god. they're
0: like get out of here. We're yeah. trying to eat nuts. I work with people that live in the city, and so I'll talk to them about like what's going on here. They're like, I saw a pigeon this morning. Oh like, my that's god, it. you know, so a big rat. Yeah, I saw some rats this morning. <laughs> that's about it. Digging in the I'm garbage. Like, we have a zoo here. Sometimes a horse walks by. Yes.
1: <laughs> you do have your neighbor rides horses. The, Let's talk about the this. First, uh, th- hold on. The first time oh. I heard a
2: fox. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: I did you think it was a something walker? was
2: coming out to kill yeah. me. I really did. Yeah. I, I was know. packing my trailer up. I was going to a farmer's market. Well, coyotes I was used to. Yeah. Okay. Because, right? you okay. know, Southern California, and then I was in oh, okay. Arizona. So, like, yeah, yeah. coyotes, I'm down with coyotes. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Foxes, no. Yeah. They scream like a no, little kid or dude. something, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the chupacabras coming out to get me or something. You <laughs> know? That was really, really frightening.
1: That's awesome. How would you figure out it was a fox? Did you see it?
2: Uh, like with most things out here, I ran it by my father-in-law, who knows like everything. <laughs> He's like, hey, I heard this thing, and he like dials it up on his phone. Is that it It'd sound like this? Like, yeah. That's oh, a that's dollar. so funny. <laughs> that's excellent. That's, that's excellent. so funny.
0: That's great. So, your wife is still at Italy, or did she? No, is she helping you out with Americano?
2: She helps uh, when she can. Uh, she uh, is the one of us with like an actual, honest-to-God day job. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. She does. She manages the food service um, for a very large uh, automotive uh, interest, okay. let's say. Yeah, okay. uh, They've got a couple of places around the country. She works for the company that provides their food service, and okay. she manages all of that. Um, sort of the same company that I was working for when I was, like, Google was my client. Okay. Uh, I worked for another company that provided food service for Google. Okay. okay. She works for a different division, works for this other company. She's okay. On the, she's on the road two or three days a week. Me and the girls get to hang out at home all the time. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, and,
0: and how many girls? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, the
2: girls are six in 18 months. Oh, Oh, wow. my gosh. Yeah. Young family. Yeah. That's amazing. My, my son is 16. Oh, li- wow. Lives in the city very with his good. mom. Okay, very 16, good. 16 going on 26. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's a hard age. Yeah, he's a good kid though. Do gets, they love food
0: it. and work you know like to cook and all that? Or I know the young um, ones, I'm not sure,
2: but no, they, they go back and forth. My my son's a plain eater, which has always gotten me. I never yeah. like to this day, he's still like butter and noodles. Like really, on, like, this is what <laughs> I well, do. Well, you know what? If it's <laughs> good <laughs> pasta,
1: <laughs> if it's good pasta, it, well, just you don't eat need it. much Fair. I'll eat yeah. it with butter Fair. also. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: yeah. um, but no, the the girls, the 18 month old, she she kind of goes in streaks where it's mm. like she won't touch something. Won't touch bananas, and then one day she eats three. Yes. you know, that sounds so like an eighteen-month-old. It's yeah. so weird. Kids She's are weird. A human wrecking ball. Too.
1: So. I don't. Ha- I don't have kids, but I've been around a lot of kids my whole life, and kids are fucking weird. <laughs> she doesn't have kids. I have no kids. You <laughs> can say that. I can say that. Kids are. We- I think everybody can agree that kids are weird, even if you have kids. My kids are not weird. Oh my god! Correct. Like kids are not weird. I can did tell already. Anything weird? Nope. Like, eat three bananas in a
0: day, I don't think so. It's weird. that's not weird All right. <laughs> so who cooks at the house?
2: Oh man, um there's <laughs> where it gets fun. I almost never have time to cook at the house, uh and so like food people think, oh, you're a chef, food must be oh, great at home, right, no, it's no. boring as hell, yeah, it really is. I, you're like I just making frozen slap pizzas. stuff together, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah partially cuz you never know what the 6-year-old is not going to eat Right, mean. like right, I'm not true, playing true. this game like yeah so yeah. i try to keep it simple um we we've been we actually just got really excited about one of those uh meal delivery okay yeah. you know cuz the, the nights when i'm getting yeah. out of the store late and i just, like the girls are either going to gnaw an arm off or i got to do something yes. quick it's cool to like just grab the ingredients that are in the bag and yes. I throw things together i, I also don't have to do think that. about it i can yes. just do that That's my
1: favorite thing is that you don't have to think about dinner. Mm -hmm. Like, it's there. Everything you need is there. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Not
2: having to grocery shop is amazing. Like, having that hour and a half in my week back is awesome. Yeah. 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 I spend
1: all day in a store, and I still don't want to shop, so.
2: I would love to tell you that that I'm an amazing grocery shopper, and I cook at home all the Mm -hmm. time, but. Ain't nobody got time It's
0: not it. reality. You know, when I was in stores all the time, I would shop every day. So every day it didn't feel like right. I was spending a lot of money. And then after I would look by the end of the week, I'm like, man, because you didn't, you that's don't get stuff on sale. Bucks. You don't care yeah. about sales right. when you're shopping every day for dinner. Right. I'd grab this and this, you know, chicken and all this. So I wouldn't even like worry about it. And then at the end of the week, I'm like, did I just spend $500 yeah. on dinner? I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of shopping once a week when you're like budgeting and here's what we're going to do. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm right. glad That's what I like I about the, the meal that. service too is that just to make one meal.
1: I could spend 50
0: bucks or I could spend 50 bucks, get two meals delivered to my house for me and my husband. Well, and I like that it's portioned too, because yeah. I always make too much, always make too much. Like there's four of us to our people. vegetarians yeah. and to our meat. We call them vegans, And I always make too much. Yeah. And then we have leftovers for three days that no one's going to touch on the th- second or third day. So, Well, your husband will in the middle of the night with his <laughs> tiny bowls. He's a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's why I think the the pasta meal kits were so successful right off the bat. Like we were still kind of coming out of the pandemic. Everybody was still mostly eating at home. And then here comes, you know, me with my pasta kit for two people or four people or whatever. I think
1: that the pandemic actually very much helped you because more people were cooking at home. Mm -hmm. They weren't going out to eat so much. They didn't want to go to the store. Right. So that was a very smart move on your part, I do
2: believe. I tried to learn as many lessons as I could Yeah, from, mm-hmm. cause I, I knew coming out of this, it, that the restaurants and, and, and retail, like food operations, it, they weren't going to be the same. They're not going to be the same. If right. you are yeah. trying to exist in that old model, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. Right. Um, conversely, I will, <laughs> I will say I've noticed a lot. One of the things that's been really hard is a lot of people just want to get back to that. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. clientele is not ready for this new right. thing that we live in. They just want it to be February of 2020 again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's never going to be, be that It's never going to be that
2: Yeah. Like there's a certain level of restaurant, the kind that I came up in that, you know, the, the cooks have a little more finesse. It's, it's not, it's that level above mom and pop, right? It's not fine dining. It's not like $500 a head, but it's not. Fourteen ninety nine an entree. Either. Right, mm-hmm. that level of restaurant was struggling even before the pandemic. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's practically killed that that style yeah, of dining. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you agree. either have the people who can still afford five hundred dollars for dinner. God bless them. Those restaurants are great. There's a place for them, or there's you know takeout or th- those those types of places are always going to survive because it's quick, it's easy, it's yeah. delicious. Yeah. So,
0: I'm going to ask about your personality now. Sure. So chefs, you know, you watch the Hollywood movies and they're either like super kind or they're not at all. They're very like, so how are you with your are sous you, chef? Are Does you, you Ramsey? Yeah. Uh, or no, are you no, no, no. like uh, I want to know how you Tyler. work with your, like if I asked a Sioux chef that worked <laughs> under you with you, however you say it, what would they say? Oh uh, man. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should have brought one.
2: Yeah, you should. I'll give you some phone numbers before I go. You can check in with my references. We're going to have to uh-huh. check, see if, see if you're telling us I the truth. F- I think it would it would depend on which sous chef you were talking to at which point in my life. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Tell because, us about all of them. Uh, so <laughs> if you if you go far enough back, you probably run into some guys who are like, "Oh yeah, Craig's like he's he's pretty talented, but he's got some issues." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I kind of worked through that, and I I learned I learned how to manage people more effectively. Um, it, and it which is hard. It is. It's really hard, and it mm-hmm. because I, I came up in restaurants where I was surrounded by guys for whom what we were doing was a career. It was a calling. And so they were like hyper motivated. They wanted to be there every day. But what happens is, is you don't learn how to manage people for whom it is just a job. Yeah. 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 And so that was really hard. Uh, And I, I, I couldn't understand. And I didn't know how to relate to people who weren't as excited to be there as I was they, yes. didn't, they, they didn't they weren't as motivated to the dishwasher to make wasn't
1: food. as motivated as you no <laughs> and, I don't, don't believe fine. that
2: I, I get it you know uh, dishwashers are probably the second most important right. person in my operation like yeah. my sous chef and my dishwasher yeah, yeah one and two yeah um and so once I kind of figured that out I, I think I got a lot better at, at getting results from people in a just just a better way like it I always said I didn't want to be the guy who screamed. And I, well, I'm not Ramsey. I was never that right. guy. I think I had moments where uh, you knew when I was pissed off. Oh, yeah, right? as we all, yeah. all do. And, yeah. And I I I, always, I believe I don't remember who said it, but they, they said, if I have to scream, I've already lost. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I tried to remember that. And oh, I, I like that. I, I remember getting screamed at and and how awful it made me feel. And you try to do it differently, but then you fall back on that because that's what you know. That's yeah. how you learn. And yeah. I don't know. There's got to be a better way of doing this. Yeah. So now I, I think, you know, when people know I'm mad, it's just I get, re- I get, I go the opposite way. I get really quiet. quiet. Yeah. Cause like, then you're thinking. If you have pissed me off. Yeah. yeah I'm going to walk away. Yeah. And you're not going to talk to me for a minute so that I don't say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. There's something I'm going to, cause mm-hmm. I don't, they, you know, I don't want to take whatever out on them. They, maybe they made an honest mistake. Yeah. Don't, that's mm-hmm. the other thing is I don't want people to be afraid to tell me when they've done something wrong. Mm hmm. Because then we're really screwed. Yeah. Like if you're afraid to tell me something's wrong. Yeah. Like I'm,
1: am I? If I'm scared to tell you, I forgot to put in the app before I put in the entree, and now they're yeah, entree's like dying you've been quadruple set, and it's like yeah,
2: yeah. That's another thing. Uh, if you if you <laughs> work like, in oh. restaurants, if you work in restaurants, uh, I firmly believe this. You everyone should work six months front and back. Because then yes. you all know what the other yes. is going through. I have mm-hmm. bartended. I've, I've been a captain in a fine dining restaurant. I've been a chef. It, What's a captain? It, like, you know, the guy who comes over. a real person. Yeah, front of house. Okay. Uh, like, mm. you know, it was, it was fine dining. And so there was me and and maybe I had a back waiter, someone who's filling your water, bringing your plates. Okay. And I'm just the guy taking orders and okay. wearing a coat and being fancy and yeah. handsome. And, and yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Serving old fashions. Yeah. Oh, oh Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 Serving, drinking too many afterwards. For sure. For sure. Okay, so
1: you know how I knew the kitchen was mad at me? I've talked about this before. I would go to put a plate on my arm, and it would be scalding hot. They would set the plate yeah. on the griddle and be like, here, bitch.
0: <laughs> did did yeah. you do that kind of stuff, never or do you? That. No.
2: No. Okay. No. I, no. I, I would not, like... I would not. It's like I'm classier to, than that, <laughs> right? No, I would not try to physically injure somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna
0: take a break real quick, and we're gonna find out the truth. No, I'm I'm just kidding.
2: Kidding. how <laughs> many people have you burned? Did <laughs> you guys do like a bonus section on Patreon, yeah. like 30 yeah. minutes, where I tell you the yeah. real yeah. truth? Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: yes. No. What kind of mistakes can happen in the kitchen? Oh my God, what can't? I was happen gonna in say we kitchen. should start with
2: what can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Basically,
1: it, anything can happen.
2: And it will. Yeah. Anything will. And it will always be at the wrong time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I. I can't tell you how many times on a Saturday night with a full rail, all of a sudden the grease trap backs up. Oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah. You know, or like you know, servers get quadruple sat, and and servers don't talk to each other, and this server's been triple sat, and that one's got like a party of twelve, and then it all comes in at the same time. Oh yeah. Okay. Or things get rung in wrong, or or. You know, then the opposite is, is the cooks not paying attention to what's being told and not talking to each other. Yeah. And So this mm-hmm. guy's got a dish up, and I'm waiting on a risotto. Or God forbid, a risotto comes up, and I'm still waiting on other food because that pisses me yeah. off. Yeah. Risotto's like has, a living thing. It's yes. gotta yeah. go. It needs to go. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's a clumpy disaster. Right. Um, you think I talk about pasta a lot? Wait till we get going on risotto. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I want to hear all about risotto. I oh, love risotto. <laughs> I do too. Uh, and if you're listening to this, and you go to Italian restaurants, and your risotto has structure, like it stands up in the bowl, yeah, stop going to that Italian restaurant. It's sat
1: there oh. for too long.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or they're just not making it right. Yeah, it, it should like lay. It should flat. be kind of. It's. Do you go soupy out to eat that ever? Soupy? Not, soupy? Or, n- not as much as I used to. Okay, I'm yeah. wondering if it's um, hard for you to find. It is hard for a, well, me. To, it's hard. It's hard to certainly not hard for me to get. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind places that are. I hate to use this word. I don't mind mediocre food, if if I can tell that people care. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, okay. but yeah. like mediocre food and people who don't give a shit. Right. Mm-hmm. That really right. sets me off. Mm. Um, I would
0: say that's probably most of our listeners and us. Yeah. Would feel but some same. people don't know. You know what I that's mean? That's true. They they know nothing
1: else. That's true. I feel like a lot of time I go to Florida a lot, and I feel like a lot of places we go to sometimes it's just like. This is mediocre food that they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a popular area. So they know people are going to show up no matter what, because Mm -hmm. it's one of a few places that are open late at night, say, or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they just don't give a shit because people are going to come no matter what. I'm going to take
2: a wild stab. Naples. Daytona beach. Daytona beach. (laughs) 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 Naples is like a Chicagoland halfway house. My in-laws have a place in Naples. I know like a dozen people with a place in Naples. Yeah. It's funny though.
0: Yeah. So, looking back at all the dishes you've ever created, what was one of your favorites, and what was one of your worst, and oh. why? <laughs> oh,
1: this is interesting. <laughs> I love this.
2: Uh, worst. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna circle back on that one. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, best. The one that always sticks out in my mind is. Um, I. It's the one that I remember because it was when I really started to to feel confident in what I was doing as as someone who made pasta professionally. Mm. And it wasn't something I, I didn't reinvent the wheel or anything. I just got really good at making carbonara. Ooh, it's bacon, eggs, and cheese. Delicious. Like, come on, yeah. Uh, and when I was at Italy, uh, all the pot, the pizza guys were Italians. They'd all come mm-hmm. over from Italy. They all ran the pizza ovens, and these guys would not give me the time of day for cooking them food. Really, mm. I mean. You can't see me at home, but, like, I'm not, I'm nobody's idea of an Italian grandmother, right? Like, right. It, this is nothing about this screen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm about as Italian as a pint of Guinness. Okay? <laughs> and and so I'd be like, guys, come on, let me cook for you. Let me cook for you. Like, they're constantly throwing pizzas at us. Like, let me make you a pasta. Come on, I'll, I'll give you something. Finally, after, like, two months, this guy relents. And, he, and he's like, I just, yeah, you know, okay, make me whatever. So I make him a carbonara. And, you know, he wouldn't give me any anything at all it just hey, how's it, no how, feedback. How, how is it how is it and he, he just goes
0: yeah, ah yeah. kind of like shrugged his shoulders yeah. and whatever <laughs> I was Like okay that's
2: all i need to know like uh, that is well he didn't like, say it was bad ra- yeah
0: to me that's right. like a compliment he, he, though like he, exactly it was nothing bad I to say he,
2: yeah he didn't yeah. give me a bunch of garbage about it he was just, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not my grandmother's
2: but <laughs> yeah right? you know
1: it's good <laughs> yeah
2: and that's that is something you learn very early on yeah when you cook italian food if your grandmother made it I don't care how good my, mm-hmm. look, I will put my meatballs up against anybody's. But mm-hmm. if your grandmother made meatballs, no matter how good mine right. are, they mm-hmm. are never right. going to be the same. Yeah. Ever.
0: Mm-hmm. Ever. That's like Franny's. My husband's mom was full she was Italian, meatball queen. 100% Italian meatballs yeah. and sauce. You just never will compare to that yeah. ever. He tries. He tries. Him and his sister try to make it just like her. Okay, but, but your husband same. makes a badass bruschetta.
1: He does. And Megan, Bud's girlfriend, Megan, she makes bruschetta all the time. And she's like, Steve's bruschetta was just so fucking good. So uh,
0: (laughs) Megan would ask Steve last time she saw him, like, what are you putting in? And he almost like didn't want to tell her. (laughs) (laughs) It's a secret. Yeah, it's kind of like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, I'm not telling you. No one's going to compete with my bruschetta. So,
2: yeah. I don't necessarily have like worse dishes. I just, I think of all those times where I've screwed something up. Oh, you know, okay. like, and what really gets me is when I screw up something that I've done a thousand times.
0: And what would be the screw That's up? The Just I, Obviously like wrong spice. Scorch,
2: or... scorch a bechamel. Oh, right? yeah. Like okay. one of the simplest things in the world to okay, do. Okay, knock right?
1: on wood. I've never done that before.
2: Never <laughs> scorched a bechamel? Uh-uh.
1: Were you, you cooking of me? for awesome.
2: 200 people in well a done. restaurant? No. Okay. <laughs> I was,
1: you know, I was probably like making biscuits and gravy at home. <laughs>
2: Easy. Well, when you make a lot of it, mm, yes. yeah, you know the surface area gets a little weird. Yes, yeah, um, and you know you are also trying to do six other things yes. at the yeah. same time, and it, you know I can't tell you how many times I'll be working and it's like, oh, yeah. oh. oh shit, I smell burning milk. Oh no, that and is like, the worst. Like, burning milk, is like the literally, one of the five mother sauces, and yeah. I just screwed it up. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, or. <laughs> You know, what do you do?
0: There's nothing you can do, right? You gotta toss no. it and start over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once yeah. it's burned, it's, it's burned yeah, all the way it. through, like Everything. Yeah. 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 Okay. And yeah. You can taste
2: it. Uh, mm. And I, I used to work for a chef who, like, when we would make it, he could taste it if you didn't cook the flour out. Yes. Of it. Yeah. You know, I the, feel like that I raw can flour too. Taste.
1: Not you know I like to eat, <laughs> so you feel like you could yeah. <laughs> but I agree with yeah. that. I can taste it if you didn't cook the flour well, enough. A thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I would make soup
2: in that restaurant. I was the first course cook there, and, Ooh, and I would make is soup. So good. And he, I remember one time, I it was like ten pounds worth of onions, and I was cooking down, mm-hmm. and I probably scorched, like an eighth of a cup yeah. of those onions, an eighth yeah. of a cup. And he didn't see it. He had no idea. Yeah, and I. I made the soup. I was like, okay, it'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm like, you I got nine of Did you just scoop out the eighth do. a cup? Is like, that what you did? No, I just blended the soup, right? <laughs> just he's not going to... Comes along, he tastes the soup. I swear to God, he looks dead at me. And he goes, burn those onions, didn't oh you? Oh, my God. Like, what?
1: How did he know? Now that, I probably wouldn't notice. Oh, God. I kind of like burnt onion taste, though. I would cry I would and like, just leave. This is freaking delicious. What is this? What is this that I'm tasting? It's like, It's like char taste. I love it.
0: <laughs> but I guess if it's the same... You know, you have to serve have to the same consistent. taste. Yeah, 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 you have to be consistent every single night. Yes. He's going yeah. to oh, be yeah. able to taste
2: it. So I get that. What about for French? Sure. O- was it French onion soup you were making? No, it was it was like uh, a cauliflower soup. It was uh, the onions, mm. Then I was taking veg stock and onions yeah. and, and just blending Probably all of that. Probably my favorite up.
1: soup is French onion soup. It's delicious. And I worked at a small family restaurant for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Kevy's been on here a few times. It's his parents' restaurant. They taught me how to make French onion soup. Mm. I love French onion mm. soup. They yeah. made all their, they still do make all their soups homemade. It's like the one thing, because I know when I go to a restaurant and they're like, oh, it's cream or whatever, you know, and you're like, you know, it came out of a bag. There's yeah. a base. You know, Yeah, There's it a came totally out of, base. their soup is so good because they make it homemade so good. And their sausage gravy. Is it the homemade. same
0: every time too? No. Oh, okay. it's not the same soup every well, time, the same f- taste every time. The French
1: get- onion they have every single day. And then their other soup, they change daily. And Obviously, it's Friday it's clam chowder because they do fish. Oh fry. Yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And Friday but clam chowder is the best. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, I I don't want to say their soup tastes the same every time because it's like it's made it's made with love differently every time. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, like yeah. Like the yeah. cream of veggie or the cream of chicken with rice. Is just so freaking good. Maybe they put more lemon in it one time than they did the other. You know, it's just always so good. I love homemade soup.
0: Without giving away too many secrets, what makes your pasta the best? Um, Love. (laughs) Experience. (laughs) Getting yelled at by an
1: angry Italian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's just all of it. All of it. Just, I've been beaten down for 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) And, and through that, I've sprouted yeah. this pasta business. Yeah. A
0: little sweat in there. Uh,
2: no, some of it, yeah. Some of it is is give a shit, and some of it is know-how, and, and mm-hmm. some of it is is just- I've always I wanted to make homemade yeah. pasta. I've never
1: made homemade pasta.
2: People ask me if it's hard. It's hard. Uh, it's hard to it, learn how to do it. It's not hard. You just have to have a lot of time in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I have reached the point, too, where a lot of what I do, I, I have the help of two uh, very outstanding pasta machines. Mm. Um, because I'm, I'm just, I'm doing so much. And I, I what I do is is I have bronze dye extruded yes, pasta. Yes, I saw right? that on your website. Mm-hmm. So the each of my shapes has its own corresponding bronze dye. And the machine mixes uh, a blend. I use a blend of two flowers. I've got semolina from Italy. And I use an organic fine durum from uh, Janie's Mill down in Central Illinois. Nice Um, flour and water, Uh, and you know even that Italian semolina—it's the Italians. God love them. Uh, They don't want to pay for anything. Mm -hmm. So that semolina is organic. They just never paid to have it certified. Right. You know. So I can't technically like. Yeah, I know these guys have an organic flour, but it's not been certified. Yeah. Sure. So so yeah, it's I I worked to find the right balance. And, and that Janie's flour really gives kind of an extra depth to the pasta. And then I, I just, I've, I fought myself and my own expectations for a long time on how to dry it properly. Mm. Because when you get pasta at the store, it's been it's been dried at like 190 degrees for three hours. It just kind of kills what makes pasta right. pasta. Each one of my shapes dries for between 22 and 28 hours, depending on That's which awesome. one it is. Low and slow.
1: I'm so excited to try some. It takes... <laughs> I should... No, I'm such a dick. No, I didn't bring in a pasta. No. This gives me a merit of the Oh, yeah. We like to there. visit places. We love so. to visit places. So
0: perfect. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even eat dinner. I was like, he's no. going to bring us some amazing pasta. I was like 10 minutes out. I was like, man, should I brought a bottle of wine? Oh, like, what
2: yeah. oh God. I'm sorry. That's I'm that's sorry. Right. You're going to have to have right. me back.
1: Perfect. Perfect. No, we'll come excuse. visit
2: um, So, yeah. And it, it it just got it to where I, I wanted it. And I, I happened to. I'm, I'm lucky. I've got uh, I've got a palate at home who's not afraid to tell me when I need to tweak things. And yeah, she, I trust her more than, than anybody in the world. And yeah. she's pointed me in the right direction when I need to be.
0: Um, that's your 18 month
2: old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, gay. Daddy, I don't like that. The bowls, it. Right. The bowls <laughs> that she doesn't that. <laughs> throw against the wall. That's the winner. That's the winner. Yeah. No. So and uh, you know I, I do. I make tagliatelle. I make ravioli. And and I've I've Ooh, just ravioli it's just trial and error a lot yeah. of times and how
0: many different types do you have
2: uh, right now for the summer just to try to keep up with things uh, I have four that I that I make and dry and then I, I rotate between three or four that I do fresh at every market mm. okay um, and so some of that is just the, the fresh is easier to keep up on right because yeah. I don't have to wait 28 right. hours for it to be ready I, I I let it dry for a little bit just to give it that sort of protective coating on the outside so mm-hmm. it doesn't stick together and then I package it up and I can, I can pump, gosh. Uh, so when I, when I dry the pasta, I, I, I make a hundred pounds at a time and then the dryer turns that hundred pounds overnight or 24, whatever it is into 75 to 80 pounds. Oh my pounds. God, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it is just flour and water. Extruded pasta is about 30. We're going to get nerdy here. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. How long oh, can yes. I go on? All right. Keep going. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm picturing myself, uh, <laughs> people falling asleep to this No, pasta. absolutely not.
0: not. Like, oh. Our listeners Craig love Craig started this, talking yes. about pasta.
2: It the best nap I'd ever had. <laughs> uh, Their mouths are watering <laughs> right now, I'm sure. <laughs> no. Extruded pasta is about 33% water, hydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it force hydrates through that machine. And then I take about 20 to 22% of that water back out. And okay. that's what makes it shelf stable. I got to get it below 12%. To make it shelf stable. So, it's a pasta. You bring it home, you put it on the shelf. Yeah. Oh. Um, I've got a little meter that reads... I, I, I was going to say, I how take do you know? That, yeah. mm-hmm. I take some of that finished pasta, I put it in a spice grinder, and then I take that oh. flour, and then I have a little meter that measures the humidity in the powder. Oh, that's wow. crazy. And if it's below 12, I'm good to you? go. Uh, I got a used one, Oops, yeah. and it was $800. Yeah. well, yeah. I was going to
1: say, that's some expensive equipment yeah. there. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. And that's... Yeah, the 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 two machines and then the dryer. Yeah, it's it because bronze dyes you can
1: only use for so long, right?
2: Yeah, they start to break down over time. Uh, yeah, and the machine the, or you, misshape you, you, it. You pump the you pump the machines the way I do, and it, yeah, you got to give them a break. And it's uh, a, I, yeah, I want to make I want to keep up with demand, but this machine, the one that my little guy is only going to give me so much before right. it's just like you know what, I'm out. Yeah, peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time for another one.
1: Maybe you better up your prices get another you've been talking to my father-in-law too
2: because <laughs> he helps me out of the morning like he'll go out to woodstock for me on tuesday mornings yeah and then he's he he was in palatine for me a few <sighs> we times we should have
0: invited him too i didn't even yeah. think about that oh, okay. he,
2: he's a gas uh but every time he's like ah, we, maybe we should up the prices. nobody <laughs> nobody ever complains about the prices it's like just, 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 just sell some pasta okay?
0: we're doing you should have me like come come sell sell the money man
1: i think i should come sell pasta for you one day
0: I'll show you how much money you There's can make There's always up. a great it. science behind real good food. You know, you what know I'm it's sad? the only like thing when I we've had guests on here? It's always like yes. they do it hundred percent, thousand percent. The science. only
1: good thing I got from my dad is I could sell water to a well. I'm a great pour
0: a mean concrete wall. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs>
1: That's, like what that's what her dad did. I,
2: I, I have zero skills in that area. <laughs> I'm
0: pretty sure he well, likes pasta, though, so that's
1: good. Her dad and my husband are both concrete people, so if you need concrete work, we will trade for pasta. Sweet.
2: I can't imagine how much pasta it would take to cover the other side of that. It's evil. E- even yeah. weight.
1: You need 80 pounds of concrete, <laughs> I need 80 pounds of
2: pasta. I've been making pasta for three months to pay for this driveway. <laughs>
1: You need two tons. Now we're really <laughs> talking. I'm gonna take some sauce with this too. We'll even it out.
0: <laughs> okay. So we talked about pa- pandemic. When did you start the business? Uh,
2: was so the this end was of 2020 third third weekend in January of 21. Of 21. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we had had the baby uh, December of 20. Okay. Uh, December 23rd. That was fun. Oh, that's busy. That's a busy I time. I was gonna say,
1: is she okay? I'm gonna call kids weird again. Is she weird because she is a pandemic baby? Like, I've seen so many people okay. talk about. Okay, I'm gonna the stop you right there. Babies. This
2: pandemic back because I stop everybody on this one. This wasn't one of those things where, like, all of a sudden, she and I were spending a whole lot of time together. Right? <laughs> we had been trying. Okay. <laughs>
1: I like to point that out. Kids born during the pandemic were like gifted, walking earlier, holding their head up at like three weeks old. It was insane. Uh, Like the pandemic, basically,
0: is she brilliant? They're a different breed. She is, but I, I
2: I like to think (laughs) that she would have been regardless of her birthday. Everybody thinks their kids are brilliant, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's funny. Uh, her sister is super smart. Uh, and, but, yeah, she. You now that you say that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's, they she's they a They were pandem-
1: walking earlier, they are, yeah. talking earlier. Then well, she I also saw... had a
0: big sister to tell her that's everything, true. right? I'm sure your six-year-old was like, let's go, let's go run, and let's so, go play, right. I'm ready. And, so yeah.
1: during the pandemic, all these kids were watching Peppa Pig at, like, two years old, and they started talking with, like, British accents. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they watch so much step away from the tv and ipads all right and cell phones the parents are working from home they're like just go watch the page that's true yeah yeah, Uh,
2: (laughs) i remember watching a lot of peppa pig (laughs) yeah because it was you know i was working from home right yeah Yeah. first three months you know google was like they were very kind they kept us on staff yeah but like just work from home so they gave us projects that we had to do and and so i would spend half my day Feeling guilty that I wasn't paying attention to my daughter. Oh. Yeah. And then I would spend the other half of my day feeling guilty, guilty because I wasn't getting any work yeah, done because I was sure. watching Peppa Pig.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah that's crazy. I kind of picked know. up on the British accent a little bit. You? Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: a lot of Peppa Pig.
0: Oh, gosh. I'm Peppa
1: Pig.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Please. laughs> I haven't lived in California in 25 years, and yeah. people still tell me I have a California accent. I don't hear oh. it. Really? I feel I, like- I get that all the time. Yeah, no. When I get tired, and maybe I've had a little too much to drink, yeah. uh, I spend some time in the Carolinas. My mouth gets a little lazy. My yeah. jaw drops a bit. Huh. So it, it's a it little bit like that, that too. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Interesting. If I go to the South, though, they think I'm from New York City. You talk so fast. You're yeah. from New York City. I, I've heard a lot of people. Yeah. Actually, they just asked me from. I'm from the Midwest. Yeah. I'm like, why? They're like, yeah, I can tell you have an accent. I'm like, no, I don't. No, I am like, <laughs> you all have an accent. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no. I don't know what LAans sound like, though. Well I, unless you're a valley girl. Oh my of, god. Some of
2: it is I, I have worked. Like, I, pasta I used is to so use <laughs> cool. I would use dude like a comma. Oh right? I used to do I've, I've worked that out yeah. for the most part. I call um, everybody
1: dude. My mom gets mad about dude, it. Dude, buy my dude. pasta.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with us? <laughs> it's it's so like it's versatile dude it is. is so versatile i call
3: everybody
1: dude yeah. dude let me ask my father Well, you know what because dude it's like <laughs> girl or boy right right yeah. and you don't want to offend anybody nowadays mm-hmm. so you're just like oh dude no my way. son does that
0: he'll go to tell me something he's like dude he's like oh never mind i was with my friends yeah. last night i'm like i'm
2: you can express dude, frustration with it dude yeah dude. yeah you oh, yeah. could do
0: so much yeah. with it dude and then you can be excited about the posture big like, dude <laughs> dude <laughs> Or you could just ask a question like, "Dude, is this uh, is yep. this working?" Jude? Dude, 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 dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as you can probably put together, I, I like to drink wine occasionally. Okay, okay. On, okay. on occasion. Um,
0: he doesn't like to share, though. I noticed.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. no. <laughs> No, I was True like, do you think he's going to bring wine? She's
1: like, yeah, I'm sure he's going to bring wine. I'm like, I'm glad I brought a drink.
2: I was not told it was we're not, BYOB. We're not going to let you live this one down.
1: Oh, God. Just like you'll never Sorry. let me live down yes. Olive Garden. I'll
2: tell you what. If you can find a BYOB Olive Garden, I will. Uh, no, so my wife and I uh, love drinking wine. Um, always have. And, you know, when you work at Italy, that's basically like a master's degree in Italian wine. Um, yeah. And I had... In, in various places. I was a sous chef uh, in a restaurant in Arizona that was one of those, like, you know, wine spectator, award of excellence. And there was mm. a thousand bottles in the cellar. And I learned a lot from the, the owner in the Somme there. Um, and again, just sort of trial and error. You, you taste enough, you try enough. Like, I'm one of those guys, when I go to a restaurant... I don't get the same glass twice. Oh, you yeah. know, because okay. I want to try I want to see what's out there. Yeah. You know, yeah, If it sucks, great. Then I know. I know what that tastes like. That I don't like. And you start mm-hmm. to to get those sort of mental rolodex of of yeah. flavors and and sense. Can reason. I ask
1: you? Is it really that important? Like
2: how you open the bottle of wine?
0: Hmm. Good question.
2: In terms of well, yeah. I mean, you you, you don't want to attack the thing you know like like, you don't just turn it it, you You just don't turn
0: it off (laughs) that's what we do here the twist you don't like push the button from the box (laughs)
2: listen i have seen servers try to take a, a wine key to a screw cap. Oh like, no. Yeah. Oh no. And it's like, it's, like just, oh. <laughs> it's, just, just, it's that little thing right up top there. If you pay a certain amount of money yeah. for a wine bottle in a, in a restaurant, right. And, and some dude comes out and just hacks at the foil with his knife. Like, yeah, like, come on, dude, show it some respect.
0: Yeah. Oh, true. Right? true. It, Cause
2: somebody's life's work's gone into that yes. bottle. Yes. I'm about to really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't,
1: don't attack. But does it affect the taste? No. Okay. So I went on this interview at a brunch place and the guy asked me, do you know how to open a bottle of wine? I said, I open bottles of wine at home all the time. Right. <laughs> and he just looked at me and did not think it was funny at all. You didn't get hired? No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: So how would you? Like if someone, if you were impressed with the way someone opened a bottle of wine for you, what would they do? Uh, cut the like foil. Get,
2: getting the foil cut off. But doing it in a way so that the label is always facing me.
0: Stop it! Okay. Like you know, I wouldn't have
2: thought of that. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. And yeah, basically, you get the entire. You go through the entire process, and the label has faced you the entire time. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Oil off, cork off. Smelling the cork is not a thing. It's weird, right? It's not a thing. Yeah. Um. You know, Italian Italian wine service. They will taste it themselves. Oh. You know, the French or, you know, very often in America, they'll give it to you. But the the, the standard in Italian wine services, they'll take it off to a little side table. They'll taste it for you. And they'll taste it to make and sure they, it's not yeah. turned into vinegar. <clears throat> not corked or whatever. Oh, yeah. so they
0: don't have you taste it. They will go
1: do it first? Oftentimes,
2: they'll do it themselves. Oh, because I, they're yeah. like,
1: what the fuck do you know? We know what it should what taste
0: it should like. like. Yeah. <laughs> that You know, well, I never it, even thought of that. It, it had, cuts honestly. down
2: on the idea, like, because there is, it's, there is a difference between a wine... That is not good and a wine that you just don't like. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that's fine right. if you just don't like it, great. But don't tell me it's not good right. when, when I know the difference.
0: Yeah. So you have know? you ever returned a wine and said, this is not good?
2: Uh, no, I have been incredibly lucky in restaurants. Okay. I can't remember the last time I got a cork bottle, in a, if it's happened at all. I mean, yeah. I have I have opened them for people and I can, a lot of times, if it's bad enough, you can smell it when the cork comes out. Right. Off. Yeah. You know, and then there's times where it's just faint enough that someone will say something, uh, but I can't remember it ever happening to me.
0: Oh, so that's been,
1: good. You know, I don't think session. I've Some ever had I cannot, a bad kind of, bottle. Like the next
2: one I get, it's now it's going to suck. right?
1: Mm. I've I had I wines that no. I didn't like, but I've never had like a bad bottle.
2: I remember the first time I had a, a wine that had kind of gone through a little bit of secondary uh, fermentation. It had gotten kind of carbonic in the, in the bottle, and I had never tasted that before. And so I thought, it's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm quickly, like, Googling on my phone. Like, sure. Like, secondary fermentation. Carbonic <laughs> macerato. Oh, okay. This can happen sometimes with these bottles. Cool. Great. That's just something that was new to me. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it had just ever so slightly a little, bit of, a little bit of fizz, a little bit of effervescence to it.
0: Years ago, I had I like one that tasted wine. like, or smelled like skunk as soon as they opened Ew, it. Ew. I don't um, know what that would have been. Because I thought that would be like beer would do that. Right. They, I mean, we were at a restaurant, they uncorked it and you could s- kind of smell it. And they were like, I'm going to get you another bottle and walked away right away. Really? Like they knew it was bad. And I was like, yeah. what was that? Like it smelled. Yeah. Sometimes, I thought that was interesting. you, you never know, you right? You it was, right away. It was yeah. somebody's weed stash. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and what really, a lot of what we do at Americano and what gets people nowadays is, is these natural and organic wines that are becoming more and more popular. They tend to be kind of funky. Really? Okay. Yeah, because it, you, when you think of a natural wine, the easiest way to think of it is nothing added, nothing taken away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wine is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, oftentimes what's what's happened in the cellar is whatever sulfur or SO2 has been added will cut down on that funk. And if they don't do any of that in the bottle, you're going to get a bottle that is kind of wild. I had, uh, Frank Cornelison is a, a winemaker from Sicily, and I, I had a bottle of his red one time, and I swear to God, it smelled like blue cheese. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would probably like, like blue that. blue cheese. Huh. And I was not ready for that. No. Yeah. And but that, luckily, and that is the correct way. The, the, yeah. That the owner the of the restaurant way. was there with me. I, I was, I had been his chef for like three weeks and he was still trying to impress me. And so he, he opens this, and Cornelison's wines are not cheap. Uh, yeah. and he, he opened it up. I was like, Blue cheese. Really? He goes, oh no, that's how it should be. It's yeah. great.
0: I would have started like, pouring <laughs> it on my right, salad. Cool. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. i your Yeah. <laughs>
1: So I then, no what idea. would you suggest eating with a with
0: a bottle oh, of wine yes. that smells like
1: blue cheese? Um, Mozzarella, a steak.
2: That's what we had. <laughs> okay, we had a thirty two okay. ounce ribeye.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's talk about pairing because I, I know. have no
1: idea. I don't know what kind of wine and cheese go together. Do you want smelly wine and smelly cheese, or do you want one of them to be neutral?
2: Or And throw well, pasta
0: dishes in there,
1: too, with the you wine. You
2: can go contrast. It, it, I'm going to screw these terms up. They, there's contrasting pairings where you, you've, if you've got a smelly cheese, maybe you want something that is kind of not. Yeah. Okay. So you can yeah. play off each other. Right. Or there is the complementary pairing. Okay. I, think, I think funky and funky might get a little weird. Yeah. Might get a little uh, funky? Might get a little funky. What about nutty?
1: Like, you got nutty cheeses. Like, I think Parmesan's kind of nutty.
2: Parmesan, I, I'm i big on, when it comes to Italian cheeses, I always fall back on, like, grows together, goes together. Oh, Par, wow. Parmesan comes from Emilia-Romagna, right? And so, what wine do they drink in Emilia-Romagna? They drink Lambrusco.
1: Okay. I don't know what any of those words were, but <laughs> sounds delicious. Okay, so,
2: <laughs> Emilia-Romagna, everything that you love about Italian food? Yeah. Prosciutto balsamic yes, yes parmigiano yes all comes from that region emilia okay, romagna okay uh, bologna is the town that is kind of the the, the heart of that region if you will mm-hmm. all the good stuff comes from bologna
1: it's like Bolognese sauce right bologna, absolutely mm, there it is delish
2: now they call it mortadella yes oh. you and i <laughs>
1: what's the gabagool <laughs> yeah what's the gabagool Gav- <laughs> well,
2: the gabagool, gabagool um is, uh, Sorry, I, I am have among friends here. No, because it's funny. That's how I label. That's how I label the Capicola at the yes! store. I label it, I call it, it's, gabagool. it's a
1: gabagool. gabagool. Uh,
2: and one of my favorite memes of all time is there's Tony Soprano laying yeah. laying on in the pool chair like asleep. It says when the gabagool kicks oh, in. Oh yes. Um, capicola is is pork collar. Think, okay. That has been dry cured.
1: Mm. I will eat all of that shit.
2: You now we'll get nerdy I will again because I love telling this story okay. too. So pork collar is there's the Italians have salumi, right? Yeah, yeah, salami. Yes. No
1: salami.
0: It's salumi. So think of it like yep. whiskey.
2: You know where they say like all all bourbon is whiskey, but yes. not all whiskey is bourbon. I always mix that okay. one up. All okay, all salami is salumi, but okay. not all salumi salami. is salami. salami. So okay. we have a mix. We've got uh, prosciutto is is whole muscle. We serve culatello at americano. Culatello is like prosciutto's cool cousin okay mm-hmm. couldn't get it in the states for a long time because of the way they make it right the usda was like right. Nope, not doing it yeah. right because it's you not finally... like it's not processed enough yeah. for us americans right. <laughs> oh you mean you just hung it with an, a That's window open natural. like we are selling that here <laughs> definitely <You know>? has <laughs> bugs in it <clears throat> i'll eat it <laughs> yeah. so, there's a cheese for you then yeah there's i'll a eat sardinian anything cheese there, it's a thing i forget the name it's of it there's a sardinian it? cheese with bugs in it oh
0: shit hung by windows i'll try it yeah I'll try anything. But no,
2: it's Kulitello. They, they only make it, they only hang it from November to March along the Po River because that's when the humidity and the breeze is perfect coming off the river to cure the Kulitello. Wow. Um, but then uh, Gabagool, <laughs> that's whole. But if you do like a Cacciatorrini or a Salami di Manzo that's ground or what you, okay. like if you go to the store, you get a little a Koto Salami. Yeah. That's something that's been ground, ground up, and but cured. But that is salumi too, and we okay. have a lot of those. We we do salami di manzo. Uh, we carry a really awesome Spanish ham too. Mm, oh wow. You're into Spanish hams. Um, I'm definitely um, into Spanish hams. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know it. <laughs> didn't know it existed till just now.
1: Definitely into it. Got to get
2: into Spanish hams. Uh, if you like country ham, uh, in in America we have country ham. Uh, in, I like in, all
1: pork products.
2: <laughs> yeah, if it's salty and was once a pig, yeah, I will definitely eat it. I will eat it.
0: <laughs> we mentioned my gallbladder
2: earlier. Yeah. We yes, get back to that? yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you starting to realize why I had to have gallbladder? You know what? Much?
1: It seems like half the people have issues after, yeah. and half yeah. the people don't. You don't have any, right? I am one of the people that I did lucky. not have any issues after. I,
2: I, thus far, Knockwood, I've been Good. very lucky. I've been the Good. same. There was mm-hmm. a couple of days there where it— like my system didn't know what to do with it. Well, yeah, because yeah, we're it's gonna get to the TMI portion of the interview now. Yeah, yeah, um, awesome. yeah, we love it. So, you ready for Are this? Are gonna talk yeah. about poop? I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, because because not only did I have my gallbladder out on a Friday, uh, the Tuesday before that surgery, um, I had been scheduled to have a colonoscopy. Oh my
1: god! That
2: I had already put off twice because I had to reschedule it.
3: Double
1: booked. So
2: in one week, I went colonoscopy, gallbladder surgery. And my system was just like, oh, what the I, no. don't, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Um, and what's really not fun is to prep for a colonoscopy. Yeah. They tell you to eat in a way that I was really scared was going to trigger a gallbladder attack. Because yes. they're like, oh, no, lo- low roughage and, and don't yeah. eat any of this. But for the gallbladder, they're like, high fiber and low fat. I was mm, like, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to die yes. because of one of these things. Mm. Um, thankfully, that did not happen. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Am I the first person who's ever come here and talk about a colonoscopy? Just, just to be uh, clear?
0: Maybe. <clears throat> yes, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But yeah. we've talked about a lot on, on this show. We talk know? about no poop there pretty much That's every cool. episode. Yeah. So.
2: yeah. They, I, you know, I got a physical last fall. I, I turned 45 last October, and I didn't know they'd lowered the age. Oh, mm-hmm. and, and they so, were like,
1: oh, we're going to put something up your butt. And you're like, yeah, what? I
2: mean, <laughs> I knew it was coming eventually. I was like, oh, I thought this was like 50. Yeah. You know? yeah. No, it's 45. Oh, so oh my, my husband God. has
1: colon cancer in his Family, So at like 35, they started doing
2: colonoscopies. Oh, yeah, well, yeah And he good. hates
1: it. Mm-hmm.
2: It was an amazing nap.
1: Oh, Honestly? yes, it is. I woke up yeah. and I was
2: like, Doc, I have small children. I could have used another hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what why I why you
1: rush think. through this? I feel like they only put him in Twilight because he has to do it every year since he was 35. They don't like putting you under that much, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he absolutely hates it. And one time, he didn't even tell me he was scheduled for one. He drove himself, right? <laughs> So, I get a phone call at work from the hospital that says, You need to come pick up your husband because we just gave him a colonoscopy and he drove himself here. And I was like, There's a fucking snowstorm outside right now. I'm at work and I was like, Okay, let me take my lunch. I get there 45 minutes later after driving through the snowstorm and they're like, Yeah, he took off. And I was like, (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) I went home and yelled at him and then went back to work my Gosh, he's terrible, he's a terrible human being. I love him to death, but he's a terrible human being when he's inconvenienced. He is a very mean human being, he's a grumpy
2: old man.
0: All right, so on your website, yes, it says that you're closed for retail right now. Is that the gallbladder, or it's because you're uh, yeah, doing a few things, redoing a few things. Oh, you know, okay. that
2: we were gonna take a break around the 4th of July anyway, uh, yeah, because everyone should take a break around the 4th of july yes. No, yes. Everyone should just take a break everybody yeah. goes on the road and nobody's hanging out in town right, right. so we knew we were going to take a break and then the gallbladder thing happened like okay cool and then like that week and a half just sort of gave us an opportunity to step back and say okay what's working what's yeah. not how do we continue to push the things that are working and then what do we do about the things that aren't and how do we tackle those and then what can we do and so we're working on that and we're we're solving those and knocking them out. And I didn't want to like piecemeal it and just kind of half-ass it and do it as we of go. Course, it was like, let's yeah. just do the smart thing, close the doors, and then figure it out.
0: So you had a building. You have a building that people yeah, actually. Yeah. So would my, go. Okay. my
2: business partners own the building. Okay. Um, okay. And they they have uh, a jewelry business that everybody out there knows. Yeah. Um, and so that building, we're in their old event space. Okay. Uh, okay. We built a bar out. We got, we, you know, we put in the equipment, the shelving for all the wine. And we, we sort of made that front area Americano. Okay. And then there's this, right now it's a very poorly organized storage area uh, that we will eventually do something with. And then I do all of my pasta bar stuff and we do, you know, bar snacks and things for Americano in the kitchen in the back. Okay. Nice. So it's just massive. It feels like a massive undertaking some days. Yeah. So
0: what's working? What did you decide so far that's working? What's
2: working is uh, we do events. Uh, mm. The events are very, very well attended. Um, in, I tell people we're not a restaurant in the traditional sense, and, and that's because we, we kind of do it, again, learning from the pandemic. It's, yeah. We don't want to be open every night and, and hoping that people show up. Right. It's like, yeah. no, we're going to do dinner these three or four nights during the month. Mm-hmm. We're going to sell tickets ahead of time. So that we know who's coming, we know what to prep, we know how much labor we need, and yeah. there's not a lot of waste. Oh, that was that's one of the excellent. things Google drilled into me, is like, yeah. like limiting food waste, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, and it, it also gives us a chance to kind of stretch ourselves creatively a little bit. We do a yeah. burger night. Uh, I do pasta nights, but then we've done some other things. Like uh, my brother-in-law is a very talented sushi chef. Ooh. Ran, ran counters in the city and in Denver where he used to live. Wow. Uh, and so he's also. done. We did Sushi Under the Stars a couple weeks ago. <gasps>
1: I saw that actually because I was, you know, looking on your page and stuff, and I looked at your Google reviews, which. Oh are all excellent I didn't see not one bad mm, review mm-hmm. which Agreed. I wouldn't expect a bad review because it looks amazing and somebody said oh we just went to Sushi Under the Stars and it was so awesome we and I was time. like oh I want to do
0: that oh, what a talented <laughs> family he's great amazing. he
2: he gets up and he does his thing and, and I end up being the server that night Yeah, you know and so I put on my little Searsucker sport coat and pour yeah. wine for people and I try to be unobtrusive and then he and I will start you know bullshitting back and forth and That's then it awesome. turns into a dog and pony show Childhood. You know what? That's yeah.
0: that's awesome. So people can no longer order, right? You, they just have to wait for the nights events?
2: Uh or they can s- order? They can't. Yeah. I'll tell you what, here's, here's what I'll tell you.
0: I'll tell you. Like, how do we get your pasta this weekend? (laughs) If you want,
2: if you want my pasta this weekend, uh, you can come to any one of, on the weekend, three different places. Okay. Uh, in, I'm at, uh, the Palatine Farmer's Market at the Palatine train station from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay. Uh, you can come and meet my now famous father-in-law. Yes. Uh, at yeah. the Woodstock Farmer's Market. Okay. On the square. That's where we're uh, going. From 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay. Uh, or I will also be at the Farmer's Market at the Dole in Crystal Lake. Okay. Uh, for, and that one is uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That one is a lot of fun. Okay. Um I enjoy what all the places the I go to. The Dole is uh, it's the like Dole Mansion, old mansion. Right? yeah I was gonna yeah. say yeah. That's know where, that's where, where that's I know it's from.
1: Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because you guys took pictures there. We did, yeah. The, the mm-hmm. ladies
2: who started that market have done an unbelievable job. It's like twice as big as it was last summer. Yeah, oh, that's great. Uh, and it is it's like brunch with a farmer's market. They Ooh. have a full bar. Ooh. Okay. Uh um, like um, ready. And it, <laughs> I know, right? Like I, I, th- I tell people they sold it to me two ways. They told me they were gonna have a bar. And they told me it didn't start till ten a.m. Oh, perfect! So, I, so my alarm doesn't go off at four in the morning. Yeah, awesome. wow, yeah. So is that um, Saturday and Sunday? Just Sundays. Oh, just, just yeah, 10, yeah. Because I got to work to,
1: Saturday. but Let's go Sunday. Okay, you want to? Yeah, yes.
2: Uh, and if you're ever in Barrington on Thursday evenings, there's a Barrington Farmers Market as well. We don't go to Barrington. We're not fancy
0: enough
1: for we're that. We're going to the Dole Mansion. I mean, <laughs> we're fancy
0: enough for the Dole Mansion. We are. Man, the hell with Barrington. We are. Man. Yeah.
2: Unless you live there. Thanks <laughs>
0: for coming. Barrington's great. <laughs> We no. love fair. <laughs> but I no, guess. you should come see okay. me at the
2: Dole. The Dole's a great time.
0: Okay. Very good. All right, let's go back to wines real quick. Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite? What do you have?
2: Uh, number one sellers. Number one sellers. So uh, obviously, our expertise is in Italian wine. Uh, is but that a lot of red? We do have a lot of red. Okay. Uh, because what i have discovered over the years uh, having built i've built wine lists in arizona i've built wine lists in chicago and no matter what the temperature is no matter where it is it's 3 to 1 red really i've 112 degrees outside in august people still drinking red wine in phoenix i don't get it really i don't mm. want to get it no i'd give me some rosé yeah I, mm-hmm. you know i used to expedite on the restaurant i would have my little deli cup and the servers always knew to come give me some rosé yeah. about midway through service mm. cuz it's hot I don't want red wine. It's gross. Warm red wine. That's
1: like drinking warm beer in Germany. I guess you just got to be German to enjoy it.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, You got to be
1: Italian to enjoy the red hot wine on a hot day.
2: Well, but there's a lot of really cool wines. One that we carry specifically, these guys in Sicily, um, they wanted a red wine they could drink in Sicily in the summertime. And so they did this natural. It only macerates for like seven days. It's very light. It's low alcohol. You serve it with a bit of a chill it's amazing. It's a blend of uh, Norella Mascalese and Nero Davila.
1: That's the shit you drink all day long.
2: You can't, a porch yeah. pounder. Yeah. If there was a red wine that was a porch pounder, it would be this one. Yeah, that's but, what I'm talking about. Um, wines are from, we got all over. You know, I, I knew we'd have to have some Napa and Sonoma because that's, that's a lot of what people want. And if you dig deep enough, you find really cool and interesting wines um, that are outside of those over-extracted, big...
1: Yeah, things,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and those wines have their place too. Listen, I'll I'll drink a big inky red wine from Paso Robles because, yeah. like I said, I am from California, and you can take the boy out of California, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Zinfandels have a very special place in my heart, but there's a lot more to the world of wine than just California. I
0: yeah. think I'm right. like a
1: Prosecco <clears throat> kind of girl.
0: So I'm just gonna ask that. So I feel like I've gone on. <laughs> he just shook his head at me.
1: Like, I love prosecco. No, I was gonna say we have the best
2: one you'll ever have. <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm excited. I've been to wineries before, and I've I never been don't to a winery like anything except for like a sweeter riesling. Like that's the only thing riesling. that I can drink. Yeah. Yeah. So if I want to try red, but I'm someone that likes, I don't like super super sweet. I don't want my feet too swollen. But like, <laughs> what would I try in a red that I, you think I would like? Like I just, I, I've tried so many reds, just I, I cannot. About but I like high alcohol volume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got to drink four <laughs> bottles then. Uh, all
2: right. So just off the top of my head um frappato. Okay. Pato, is a light, a uh, very approachable red wine from Sicily.
0: Okay. Um, We're going to try it.
2: I would seek out from Spain, uh, Monastrell, what, uh, what the French would call Mourvedre, They call Monastrell or Monastrea in Spain. I've,
1: Sounds like mortadella. It, it
2: wouldn't be me if I didn't mispronounce something, so yeah. I probably screwed that up. Yeah, um, that's okay. Somebody's going to listen to this man. That guy's been saying that wrong for twenty years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and I have probably, <laughs> and that's fine. Um, though, yeah, look, seek out those types. It, okay, but see, here's what's going to get you though, is you, you're you're going to have a monestrel and you're going to have it from Spain. It's like, oh, it's light and approachable and delicious and wonderful, and you're going to go have a vedra from a certain part of the Rhône, and it's going to be this big, beefy right. yeah. thing because it's an entirely different climate. Right. And so you sure, just have sure. to kind of play with it. Uh, I would look for, if you can find it, uh, Bartolino from Northern Italy. It's okay, great, too. So that
0: sounds familiar. I may have tried that. Okay, because I talk about
1: it's a blue bottle, and it's got a picture of Italy on it, and I always hack the name, and it's called, like, Bart Nutra. Or something like that. Barton. I know truck. exactly
0: what you're talking about. Yes. And
1: I think it's a Riesling. It is. And my aunt gave it to me one time, and I was like, this is fucking delicious. We drank like four bottles. And so, like, the next weekend I go to the store, I'm like, shit, this stuff is like
2: $18 a bottle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's an average selling price for a good wine?
2: Uh, $90. <laughs> for a good wine? Like, if you want, that good is subjective, right? Um but a celebrating I, like, wine, it's it,
0: like a special occasion. How about that?
2: I I will typically spend when I'm buying a bottle of wine. I look for something between eighteen and twenty four dollars. Okay, okay. That's why he's real popular, and yeah, we're not. Yeah. that's our I'm sweet like, spot of the like, store.
0: I'm like <laughs> Yes, I'm buying six. <laughs> See,
2: but we have we have a thirteen dollar bottle of wine from Portugal at the yeah. store. The pound for pound, it's the best bottle of wine in the store. Yeah, Because it's oh, okay. thirteen dollars it drinks like 26. Yeah. Wow, that's great. You know, great. And, so, yeah. and that's something that I learned early on too is from the guy in Arizona, He said, look, if if the second cheapest bottle that you have is amazing, people are going to go wherever you want them to go. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Okay. Because if you put that thought in care and do taking care of that end of the price point. Yeah. They know you've done it mm-hmm. all the way down the line. Right, right. So, yeah, 6.99. Listen, there's <laughs>
0: He's like, listen, stop. Man. I, you
2: go you go below ten. There's a there's a couple of wines that I've had from Spain. Um uh Go Pablo is one that, that comes to mind. Comes in a liter. It's ten bucks. Okay. Twenty five percent more wine. Yeah. It's only ten bucks retail. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. They do a white and a red. Um and yeah, special occasion wines. How special are we talking?
0: Birthday. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Birthday anniversary. Like where you you want to
0: spend a little more money.
2: Birthday I'd probably go. 30, 30 to 50.
0: 30, yeah. 30 to okay. 50. Okay. Yeah. That's we, what we i, I to step up I would, our game a little well, bit. Well, I would gladly. Every pay. weekend's a celebration <laughs> for us. We always have a we reason have to, celebrate. to celebrate. <laughs> we got to step it up a little bit. I
1: would gladly spend 30 to 50 bucks on a bottle of wine for a birthday. But sure. if we're just going out for the weekend, I don't want to spend more than like 20, 25. You know? Right. But. My neighbor's, like get some my neighbor's friend brought over this box of wine from Aldi for $6.99. I had nine glasses of it. It was freaking delicious. It tasted like juice. And I got wasted. <laughs> and I woke up without a headache. I could not yeah. believe it. Let's talk Bugs- about that. As I was drinking it, I was like, I'm going to have the worst fucking no headache, headache tomorrow. Really? No headache.
3: Wow. I couldn't believe it.
1: And it was like a blush. And it was fruity. It tasted like cranberry juice cocktail. And I was just down in the ship. Mm. (laughs) What was it called? I don't know. Oh. I told her she needs to bring more (laughs) of that over.
2: Uh, you might uh, if you like to drink heavily without a hangover. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Wait, just um, she
0: likes to drink heavily. heavily you could just stop it yeah. there.
2: No. <laughs> Don't give a shit whether about I hangover, wake
1: up with a hangover or not. Remember, enough. it was a I good night. I have no children.
2: Oh yes, yes, you're one. Oh, sorry, one of those people. God, I remember. I gotta those let days. the dog out. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: going back to bed.
2: In my experience, the natural wines are a great way to, you know, there have been nights where I've had too much to drink. It happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I have had too much and I've been drinking a natural wine, I don't feel as terrible the next day Mm -hmm. as as you sometimes do with a more traditionally made wine. Mm -hmm. Because
1: what do they talk about? The, like the sulfur and the red wine is what gives you the hangover.
2: Um or it's it's or a mix of a lot of things. There's am like sugars and yeah. sulfur. Some people react to SO2 differently. Okay. Sulfur is a naturally occurring... Pr- sulfites, I should say. Sulfites. Are, okay. They are a naturally occurring process or a naturally occurring byproduct of the winemaking process. There is not a wine in the world that does not have sulfites in one way or another. What confuses people is that the Europeans don't have to label it that way.
1: Oh, okay. And
2: so people are like, oh, I drank in Europe that doesn't have sulfites. Like, No, you did. You did have sulfites. They just didn't have to put it on the label. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so what the natural wine guys do is it, it if they add any at all, and a lot of them don't, it's very small. It's like a couple of parts per million. Yeah. And that's just enough to keep the wine stable in the bottle. Okay. Because without that, it could get wild and weird. and mm-hmm. So even, people
1: blame it on that, but really that's probably not what it is.
2: It's it's a, a lot of things. It's yeah. the way your body metabolizes alcohol. It's yeah. It's a, it's not.
0: I start with a headache and end with one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just like six ninety nine thirty dollars. Eh, I'm gonna have a headache tomorrow.
2: It's a it, it's a perceived value thing though too. You know, it's yeah. like I wouldn't think twice about spending forty five dollars on a bottle of bourbon. Right. right? yeah. But that nice. bottle of bourbon is gonna last me six months. Right. Yes. Right. That forty five dollar bottle of wine. It's three glasses. Yeah. <laughs> how many days like do you, you give
0: a bottle of wine? How many days?
2: Uh it depends. Yeah. I know you that's don't. not the answer you're no, looking for. No, I know, for. I know. What I do know. you mean how many days? You I never
0: finish a bottle of wine. I don't know why. I never finish it. My aunt says two days at the most, which I can see because the color changes. I don't finish I don't I'm not a very heavy drinker during the week at all, actually. So sure. <laughs> except for Tuesday nights when we're recording podcasts. <laughs> Gets a little fun, but no, I mean, once you open if you it, get a
2: big structured red wine, mm-hmm. I have had Portuguese wines on day five that taste amazing. Okay. Right. And it, some of that also has to do with how much oxygen in the bottle, like yeah. how much of that bottle do you still have left on day five? Right? Sure. Um, sure. Those natural wines. Drink them tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because there's the nothing stoppers. preserving right. Right. it. Right. Where you Those like suck it out. You can you take know? the oxygen out. Yeah. Uh, even if it's a red, throw it in the fridge. Obviously you're going to need to let it come out and kind of sure. come back to temp a little yeah. bit, but refrigeration will help extend the life mm-hmm.
1: too. Can yeah. I ask about
2: decanters? Sure.
1: So it's
2: explain ten- it to me. Mm. So Does it make a difference? You're pouring? aerating. Yeah. You're aerating the wine.
1: But and, I don't know what that means. You're adding air to it because it's been stuffed up in a bottle. Yeah,
2: and, and so you're, you're stirring it. The 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 naturally occurring nose or aroma, or whatever word you want to use, uh, you're you're heightening that effect by giving the wine some air. Okay. And so when you put your nose, it, different wines actually are meant to be served in different glasses. You know, Burgundy okay. wines are served in it. The the go, it's like a goblet almost. Mm-hmm. It's it's much wider and it comes to a, a tighter point than like a, a Bordeaux. Okay. And it's because those wines tend to be a little more floral on the nose and they want you to experience that when you put that glass to your nose. And so you you're just you're kind of goosing the the process along. And and sometimes wines, yeah, they just need to open up. They need if you get something that's 10, 12 years old. It'll be. You want it to air. Yeah, out. you need it to just kind it of. Who's gonna there ask and relax. that? Like, do you really need to air skanky. it? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I always thought. Mm-hmm. Was it
1: just a process to like show it off, or mm-hmm. is it, it important? It
2: helps a lot of wines now. A lot of winemakers don't make their wines to lay down anymore. Okay. Uh, I, I think I read one time like ninety percent of the wine purchased in this country is consumed in th- three hours from purchase. Ninety mm, percent. I believe it. Yeah.
1: I see them crazy ladies at the store buying. You know the six bottles Mm because you get ten percent off if you buy six or more. You know, and they're back three days later. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's happening.
2: (laughs) My people, my people, come to me. Yes, invite me. Where's the party (laughs) at? Yeah,
1: (laughs) I'll bring some bottles.
2: (laughs) But that's the thing. Like it's you know the American palate has has come to dominate the winemaking process. Even the Italians now. There's you're starting to see because. You know some of those traditional Italian wines like a, a Brunello di Montalcino that is a wine that has to by by rule has to sit for 5 years before they'll even release it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like, crazy. So you got to make money somehow like if you're in the business like nobody, yeah, it's cool. And you if got it's a us hobby, big fat
1: Americans that are like give it all to you. Can you imagine right now? that <laughs> process
0: though? You like let it sit for 4 years, you're like nope, not ready yet. You got to oh, start all God. over again and then wait you know, another year. Nope, not ready yet. That pro- I, don't I don't have, don't have the, the patience. patience. <laughs> I'd be like,
1: I bottled this yesterday. You want to try it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tastes like vinegar. I'm still drinking it. I'm I don't care. It. I can't wait five I'll years. I Just for have this. a headache tomorrow. It's fine. <laughs> so, best compliment you've ever received as a chef, and I'm not say best or worst crit- critique, like that you can just remember. Oh gosh, uh, you're really yeah. making him. Work I am. Now. I am. This is the thinking episode.
1: I would say your best compliment is when he made that carbonara, and he went, "Hey." Eh.
2: No, I, I got, I do.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I'm thinking like from a customer maybe.
2: Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah not from mind. learning. I, I do hear from, uh, since I started doing pasta bar, I, I my most popular item, uh, I do a pork ragu that I call Sunday sauce. Ooh. Okay. Pork shoulder, Italian sausage I make myself, red wine, organic tomato, simmers for like six hours. Yeah. And I, I've heard, I've been, I've been very fortunate. A lot of people, they come up and they tell me like, look, I haven't had, gravy since my aunt made it when i was a kid this was every bit as good as what she did and that's like, awesome that, that's awesome that's really cool yes yeah. yes because you know food like you're it, in some ways you're it's all about memory and it and, is and that so
1: i think about ratatouille when he eats the ratatouille and he's like oh, yeah mm-hmm, and it flashes mm-hmm, back yeah. to being a kid yeah. yeah that's a thing and it's yeah. a powerful thing
2: you know it's, that's
1: every time i make biscuits and gravy that it takes me back. I love biscuits. Mm. Oh I, God, love I love biscuits, biscuits and gravy. And my Southern grandma taught my mom how to make it, who taught me how to make it. So it's hard clearly to, it's the best. You, <laughs>
2: you do this long enough and you get jaded about things, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like you forget that, like, it, okay, it's Tuesday night to me, but it's Table 12's 35th right. anniversary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, the other story I love to tell is, like, I've probably had 6,000 balls of burrata in my life. Right. right. Burrata is a cliche to me. I love They're burrata. good. I love burrata. It's mm-hmm. great.
1: I could just. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: Eat it like an apple. I need nothing God, I else. Just <laughs> but it's it's also it's like, okay, it's barada, great. And yeah. then every now and then I'll still come across somebody who's never had it before. Yeah. And it blows their mind. Yeah. yeah. And you just I have to remind myself, like, no, no, no. What, what is passe to me right. can still be a mind-altering experience to someone. That's else. amazing mm-hmm.
1: that you acknowledge that yeah. because yeah. that's I think everybody needs to acknowledge that in their everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. I would say all the time in retail, like People coming to the service desk and they don't know, do, do I, I'm going to make a return. Do I need my card that I used? You know, and you're just thinking, no, you idiot. You got your receipt and you got the product here. But I do it every day, 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. They have no fucking clue what happens over here, you know? So it is, really have to think about like, people don't do this every day like I do, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's amazing to acknowledge that Mm -hmm. and let them live that experience and be excited for them.
2: Yeah. Best compliment I ever got. Um, my first exec job, I was in, I was living in Phoenix and my restaurant was right next to the Ritz Carlton in Phoenix. It's like the smallest Ritz Carlton in the entire chain. Mm. Um, and they would come over and eat the, some of the staff. Um, and the concierge came over and had dinner one night and there was a gentleman in Phoenix who had worked at the French laundry. Um, it was very, very famous in Phoenix. Uh, he had won a James beard award or had been nominated for a James beard Award, something. Uh, and he had just opened another restaurant down the street and the concierge ate dinner and she called me over and she, she said to me, she said, what you do stands toe to toe with everything he's doing down the street. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, I want to get that stitched on a pillow. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, it was my first exact job. I didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground. I was just struggling to make it happen every day. And yeah, that I've, I floated for three weeks on that one. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's my story. Thanks
2: for having me. Peace out. I'm done. I got nothing better than that. That's amazing.
0: (laughs) So for these nights, these events, where can people find you? Tell us all about Uh, all that. So
2: when we put tickets up for events, we put them, we're on TOC. TOC is the reservation service started by the guys who own Alinea uh, uh, down in the city. Uh, And they started it to sort of combat what i was talking about right like mm-hmm. if, if you sold a ticket you know who's coming right um and it cut down on cancellations and, and empty seats and and so a- anytime we release tickets it's always uh two to three weeks ahead of time and we do it on talk um, so how do we find explore talk, talk explore okay backslash americano woodstock okay and you can always go to americana com uh, mm-hmm. uh backslash events and we will. We have a button on our events page that will take you straight to talk, okay. Yes. To order okay. your tickets.
0: Look at she's doing it right I now. I see it. Uh, we yeah. do. Oh, she's looking at wines. We too. do wine mm-hmm. events. Yeah, we just. Well, we I see the one. taste of americano uh, going. Going coastal. coastal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I missed that one. Ooh. I was yeah. recovering that. Yes. I had
2: surgery oh. that day. Literally. Jeez. Um, that was a fun one. A lot of, a lot of white wine, a lot of rosé, because it was summertime, right? It mm-hmm. was yeah. all wines, all wines grown within a view of a body of water. Oh, somewhere okay. In the world, we had Greek wine, Portuguese wine all over the world. So oh then you have
1: like only wine tastings and then food and wine, or do you always serve food with the wine?
2: Uh, is my
1: question because I need to know if I have to Uber there or not. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. The answer is always yes.
2: Well, when we, when we do these events, we've always got a bar full of snacks. Okay. So, you okay. know, it's no it's matter light, what you're going to have meats, some cheeses, stinky cheeses yeah, out there. Some totally. gabagool, Cristini, some gabagool. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause <laughs> we want you to have a good time and it, that's been, I'll tell you, one you talk about the things that don't work, um, so we'll circle back to that, is I, w- I wasn't prepared for for how much people just assume that wine tastings should be free. Oh, <gasps> wow. Yeah, what is and, that? And sometimes they are. Like, great. We're going to have a vendor here, and he's, we're going to have a couple of wines open. We'll do that on Fridays. We call it free wine Fridays. I pick three wines. I pop them open. You come in the store, whatever you're doing. If you're there to shop, if you're there to hang out, come taste some wine, right? But- if I've got four of my vendors and I've got 18 wines right. there and my staff has prepared food and we're, you know, we're, we're doing what we do and, and we're doing it professionally and the way we've been taught and trained and loved to do. You're going to pay for it. That's yeah. 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 For you sure. That's just
1: us assuming everybody knows what we know. We can't do that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, you can't.
0: There's a lot of people that think that they want things free or. Well, so we call them
1: Karen's
0: <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> Karen's and Ken's, (laughs) Ken's and Karen's. (laughs) Well, this was super fun. I was super excited and now I'm even more excited. I, I can't wait to check you out at the farmer's market.
2: Yes. On Sunday. Yes. Come Dole Mansion. Dole We're Mansion. going. Yeah. Um, yeah. 10 a.m. Anyone listening to this, if you bring me a Slalom King, you get a free bag of pasta.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> What's a Slalom King? So
2: It's a beer from Crystal Lake Brewing.
1: Oh. <laughs> I told you. That, that's how
2: they sold it to me. They have a full bar there. And that's what I did when it's Miller time. You guys I, heard it here yeah. first. <laughs> You're uh, going to be wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks ago. Guy comes up. I had two bags of pasta left, like one fifteen. I got two bags of pasta. He's like, "What do you got left?" I was like, "I got these two, and if you buy them both, I can go get a beer." Yeah. Like, yeah cool. Give them to me. Like,
3: nice. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: So yeah, and when it's Miller time. What did it's your father-in-law
1: say about that?
2: Ah, uh, he gets it. <laughs> he gets, he gets it. it. He's not a beer drinker, but he gets it. <laughs> 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 he
0: gets it. Well, thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah you for well, having us here. Yeah, it's awesome. great. I can't wait
1: to come visit you. Like everywhere. <laughs> Eat some pasta, some stinky cheese, try some wine. Am I going gabagool. to need a restraining
2: order at some point?
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 we're not like that. We may get a little annoying, but No. No. I say we no. meaning me.
0: Well, thanks I everybody won't, for I won't listening. Stalk or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to end it there.
1: Bye guys, happy Friday. Bye, happy Friday.
0: Talk to you next week. Podcast is brought to you by NameTag Productions LLC. Entire podcast, unless otherwise stated, written by the hosts. Drums written and performed by my son Stephen. The Klopin Effect, a retail podcast. If we have to be all in this together, we might as well make it fun.